The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, indeed, it is the Mr. Nelson Show. Uh, episode 205. Is that right? How about that? Yep. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, boy, I'm really uh, upset that Me I too. forgot I... to mention uh, not only Veterans yes. Day, but that it was the Don't, 100th yeah. anniversary but, but it's of too World late. War One. Duck, duck, and, uh, duck, oh, God. duck, 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 duck. I have an announcement, and it's vital and important as it pertains to the First Amendment of freedom of speech, which is under siege. Oh, yeah, all them left-leaning tech companies kicking people off the social media and deplatforming them all off the whole internet and whatnot. Oh, they're telling everybody ain't sociable enough, but then you won't let them socialize. Some people just can't take a joke and others just can't handle the truth. Oh, for goodness sakes. No, once again, you're wrong, Brad. That's not what I was talking about. I don't care. I'm always right. The fourth branch of our government, which is, of course, the free press. And it's under attack. It has been for the past two years, maybe even longer, during the uh, 2016 election. And, of course, I am referring to the origin. Oh, no, oh, no, you didn't. uh, It's just running roughshod over the rights of all the Americans and even all citizens no. of this beautiful planet Earth. Oh, they don't and count. And case in point is, of course, the brilliant and uh, courageous journalist from CNN, huh? Jim Acosta. Oh, uh, hell no! kicked out of the White House. Hell no! Shall I say it? Yes, I will. Trumped up oh, charges God, and man. just well, the only problem is he took too long to do it. Orange baby can't handle oh, a few questions. Damn. I mean, really. Oh, you better believe it. It is real. They should never let him back in. CNN should be ashamed of itself, but they don't know oh, the meaning no. of the word. Because that's nothing but a Crap place for news. Give me a break. It ain't news. And Jim Acosta, journalist, hell, every reporter did. It's all about, oh, I'm Jim Acosta and I'm brave and brilliant. Well, and look at me. Brave. And I stood up to Trump he and did. I peed in his water and all this oh, shit. Now, oh, now. Oh, God, he nothing but a showboat and phony. Oh. Ain't nothing journalistic about him. Everything's oh. opinion from that asshole. Oh, and my he's God. practically going up there every damn fucking day oh, saying, hey, President, hey, sir. When you stop being a Nazi? That's yeah, what he does. Question. That's all he ever when does. He don't give a rat's ass what the answer is. He just wants his face on the screen. And he got he it, I guess. But God damn it, there's got to be some standards. <laughs> oh, that'll Once be again, the Trump's the man with the plan for the whole U.S. of A land. Oh, yeah. He's got a plan, all right. Yep. A nationalist plan. So what? Oh, boy. It's only a matter of time before the goose stepping starts. Oh, and don't say out. I didn't warn you. Get out. No, I will not get out. I will make my stand. No, oh, please. And I will stand with Jim Acosta. Oh, and as a result, I will not. Give voice to any issue or anything, because we must all 
me in silence oh. until our fellow journalist Wait. is free Wait, to have his right to freedom of speech returned. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so, Lefty, you're saying you're not going to say anything until, I, I guess, till the White House lifts the ban on, on Jim Acosta? <laughs> yes, that's, oh, that's pretty much the deal. I think everyone should join in and show Trump what a huge mistake he's been. <laughs> okay. Oh, a uh, deal. Uh, that's a good deal there, Tufty. Uh, good luck with that. I, I, I'm serious. on board with that one. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, damn. It's, yeah. It's uh, not a laughing game. Damn, hey, Christmas came early. Woo! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, we'll see who's laughing when your rights are taken away. But thank God there are brave people like me yep. who will uh, make this sacrifice <laughs> to take a stand. For our rights. <laughs> so, uh, when does this begin? Okay. Uh, well, uh, right now. Ooh, yeah. right. Okay, Lefty. Lefty Turnington has <laughs> taken a vow of silence yeah. until uh, Jim Acosta is returned oh, to yeah. the, uh, the White House press room uh, so that he can cover <laughs> the White House for CNN. And uh, what is CNN? This is CNN. <laughs> That's right. Those, yeah. those are the rules. Shut that up. You stand by your standards, Lefty. Otherwise, it means you don't believe in none of them, do you? Huh? Yeah. Well, I guess you're staying quiet. Yeah. So I guess I can't say you don't believe in them. Now, uh, we'll see how long you do. Yeah. Well, I, I think we'll uh, give him some allowances since there's some pre-taped stuff Lefty did for us. And uh, we'll get to that uh, later on. But, uh, yeah, Jim Acosta, uh, that's kind of old news by now. But uh, uh, CNN is suing on the grounds of it violates his freedom of speech, which it, it, it doesn't. Jim Acosta uh, is free to say whatever he wants. Uh, they just... Won't let him in the White House. <laughs> yeah. The last time he was there, he assaulted that woman. Well. What kind he, of this so-called yeah. liberal progressive is uh, he that well, he would treat a woman with so disrespectfully as he did? Yeah, well, he, did, he didn't assault her. He lied oh, he and said he never touched her. He clearly did. He so sure did. stupid on his part. Uh, but uh, he, he was out of line with what yeah. he was doing. Of course, he didn't want an answer to his question. No. A similar question question was asked for a number reporter it's all for the theater and show and yep. uh in a way trump kind of helped him out there by what? banning him and now he's you huh? know doing his martyrdom uh, uh act well. and uh it continues the theater so uh win-win for everybody i guess i mean <laughs> now, uh, jim acosta is not a reporter no he ain't uh, he does opine yep Pretty much all the time, uh -huh. uh, and that's that. And he doesn't really care what the answers are to the questions. No, he don't. Uh, when it comes to the press corps, you can get your question in, which he did. Trump did answer it. Whether you like the answer or not is pretty irrelevant. You can report on what he said. 
Yep. That's what the job is. It's not right. there for him to grandstand and no, sir. And, you know, get in a fight with Trump and all that nonsense. But, yep. of course, when you're all about theater and cheap trash, which CNN is, uh-huh. uh, well, I guess he was doing his job, but uh, Trump doesn't want to put up with that, and he'd had enough of him. Oh, hell no. And uh, after that little incident with the intern, out he went. Uh, so the only argument to be made about that is just imagine if uh, a Fox News reporter had done that to an intern at the Obama White House. Oh, oh, oh man. Adios, uh, probably would have been criminally charged, if not uh, banished oh, from the yeah. country. He would not be working in news anymore. No, sir. Uh, well, maybe on one of the little websites or something. But um, oh. that's what happens when you're on the other side of things. Yep. So, All right. But the rules don't apply to the left. They, no, they, just, they don't. Uh, it's always that's a do as wrong. they say, not as they do uh, philosophy. And uh, that's that's the only argument there. Uh, whether or not, was it really? was it really an assault? No, it was rude. Yes, it, was. it was. already rude before the girl came for the microphone. Yeah. Uh, and that was about it. So. Now, you know, it, damn it, you know, this what gets me. You're weak. You know that? What? You gotta stand up. I mean, what he did was an assault, as far what? as I'm no, concerned. And you gotta, you gotta feel for the, the fair sex, and we're supposed well, to be yeah. defending women and their honor, and we know what she, she's gonna be okay. Little piss ant, Jim Acosta did, well, and I mean, you know, I get so frustrated with how you do the show. I mean, right now, oh, really? the Democrats are stealing the election well, right now with them fake votes. They already yeah. stole that election. From McSally in Arizona, I mean, that's a goddamn disgrace. Well, yeah, it is a disgrace that uh, uh, a traitor, <laughs> freak, like uh, Cinema, uh, beat out a, against a war veteran. It is quite disgusting. Uh, whether this was some chicanery there, of course, there's reason to be suspicious. But it's not quite the similar case as it is in Florida. Florida, <laughs> hey, chalk it up to being close to the Bermuda Triangle, as I always say. Uh, there's definitely something going on there. And uh, the history there with uh, what's-her-name, Snipes, and what have you, uh, is just it's just too much to ask to swallow this bullshit <laughs> again. So... Uh, even with uh, the votes that they managed to dump in there, admittedly uh, falsified and uh, invalid votes just thrown in the hopper there uh, with that kind of chicanery going on. Uh, and even with all that, it's probably not enough to uh, change the results. So uh, I think that's pretty much it. But yeah, uh, a terrible disgrace that a traitor was elected to the Senate. Uh, and in the, right in the face of a war veteran. Uh, a shameful day in the state of Arizona. But it was their choice. They chose a woman who was not only a traitor, but uh, hates the state of Arizona. <laughs> it's an amazing thing, but, um, well, there it is. Oh, right, I forgot. Trump said pussy, so we got to vote Democrat. All right. Uh, whoa. Yeah, the, what I started out with. Uh, World War One. I. Uh, I, I, I'm a history buff, and a lot of that concerned uh, World War Two for years and uh, Roman Empire and stuff like that. And then I got into World War One, 
and nobody else seemed to give a crap about it. <laughs> and then lately, there's been some amount of interest. Now, of course, it was the approach to the uh, the anniversary, 100 years since the war ended, and uh, there. Uh, you, but you were seeing mention of it. There were some films, even Wonder Woman. <laughs> What's in World War One uh, in the film? Uh, and so uh, I kept thinking, uh, what kind of uh, essay or whatever I would want to do on it and maybe do a series and stuff. And then I realized it's already been done in the most best possible way. Now, there's been documentaries on World War One, not as many as World War Two. I couldn't even begin to tell you how many are on World War too but the thing about documentaries at best unless it's a series you might get a few episodes out of it but um primarily you're gonna get about two hours and and they're fine they're good they cover the basics and they give you know the story of the beginnings and middle and ending and all that but uh thanks to the glories of our modern uh, internet age and uh youtube yes sometimes youtube gets something right (laughs) Uh, there's a channel on there, and I did talk about it in previous shows, but uh, you really need to check it out, even though uh, their initial project has now come to a close. But it's called The Great War, which was the original name of World War One. They didn't know it was World War One, <laughs> and probably would be very sad to learn that there was a sequel. Uh, so The Great War, it was a series on, and, and is, they're, they're planning to do more uh, uh, films and what have you uh, on that channel, uh, because there is quite an aftermath to World War I. Uh, but it, it was a weekly series where they would cover the, the war, and they started in 2014, because in 1914 the war begins, and so every week in chronological order they would cover the details of what events happened that week that led into the war and it was just great it's just basically a guy sitting at a desk telling you what happened and then there's graphics and whatnot and they're roughly 10 minutes give or take a few and it's just great because it's uh, more in-depth uh, little details here and there that uh you know a movie or what have you might miss and so i do highly recommend it go there uh subscribe to it uh and look what they've got uh there's playlists for each year uh, of the war and you can go through those probably pretty quick now that it's all done and then there's extra films they did about different people from history uh throughout they would do specials on all the guy pershing and uh the uh, the kaiser uh and, and also and all the generals and what have you and i hate that i'm blanking on all those characters i do know them <laughs> Of course, poor Archduke Ferdinand, whose death resulted in the whole thing, uh, and all that. So, it's great. Don't go by the BS articles that were written over the weekend about nationalism caused the war and everything. Oh, my God. Uh, nationalism has its its problems, but it's also akin to patriotism and other avenues and whatnot. And uh, to stretch it into it always means the Nazis good Lord, uh, I mean, that's just blatantly erroneous, and it's a rape of history. And there's a couple of articles doing that very thing of people who are clearly ignorant of even the most basics of uh, World War One. And so this is a, an invaluable uh, resource of, of, of covering that war. And good Lord, they did it better than I think anyone else has or will 
And so I'm curious to see whether they gave a little video. They'll be doing more projects come January. Uh, and there's plenty of stuff to cover, what, what the world looked like. Uh, the, the Ottoman Empire wasn't quite dead yet, but it was almost there. <laughs> it doesn't have long to live after the war's over. And then there's the Spanish flu, which was uh, the last great pandemic uh, on this planet. And so we're about due for another one. <laughs> Everybody's worried about this bird flu or that one that might lead to a, a worldwide uh, flu epidemic. But that one's the last one that came out and, you know, killed a million people uh, and what have you um, um, in, in here in the U.S. So, um, and it was, at, it was as a result of the war because of the, the cesspool that was created on the battlefield and what have you. So, uh, please do check it out. Do yourself a favor. Learn something. And uh, my hats off to those guys. It was a, a phenomenal achievement on their part and such dedication to cover that for four years. Uh, and they did it and did it well. So, uh, yes, my highest recommendation <laughs> for the Great War on YouTube. All right, we'll take a break. And I'll come back with a new episode of Night Night. And then we'll close out the show with some words about the passing of Stanley. Back after this. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for The Rules. Under the Obama administration, Attorney General Eric Holder determined that there was no such thing as voter fraud. Any discrepancies are at worst due to incompetence or more likely just a matter of circumstance. It's perfectly reasonable and rational to think that someone like Brenda Sykes in Florida just sort of misplaced. Uh, you know, about 80,000 ballots. It's just perfectly normal and acceptable. And, uh, you know, things happen. I mean, what are you, perfect? No, I don't think so. Besides, any accusations of fraud are often conspiracy theories from right-wingers that are used as dog whistles and codes for racists, oh yes, and misogynists, Islamophobes. Homophones, etc. You know, just anybody who doesn't vote Democrat. <laughs> I mean, those people and the crazy conspiracy theories they get into. I mean, whoo, boy. Whatever they need to keep themselves from facing the truth. <laughs> Meanwhile, the real threat isn't voter fraud, but acts of war from nasty memes by Russians. And they're but, I mean, they even screwed up the Rotten Tomatoes score for Star Wars. I mean, come on, they're, they're nasty. And anyone who doesn't accept this is icky, rotten, boo-boo! These are the rules. I do not make the rules, but like you, I am forced to live under them. Say, where do you think you're going looking like that? You need to put a pair of pants on your bare ass, because I don't want to see it, and America doesn't want to see it either, so put some pants on. I don't wanna! The last guy with that attitude got arrested for indecent exposure, and ended up becoming some big giant 300 pound thug's prison bitch. No! 
so you'd better put some pants on. Buy a pair of pants today. Great displays of vanity, Night Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh, look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, Bobo, damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks... If you want your Night Night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your Night Night shirt today. Hi, this is Smedley uh, from Night Night, and uh, you're listening to the Mr. Nelson show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on Night Night, Sun King and Night Night hatched a scheme to fool Sun King's on-again, off-again girlfriend, Layla Lott, after she had inadvertently discovered that Sun King is in reality Cape's confidential tabloid reporter, Mark Milk-Tit. So, Night Night decided they would switch outfits and identities in order to throw Layla off. In the meantime, in his new guise of night-night, Sun King flew in pursuit of criminals who had stolen in a helicopter, and when he found them at their hideout, he was overcome by the radiation of dark matter that they had retrieved in an attempt to sell it to the highest bidder among Sun King's most fearful enemies. Meanwhile, back at Cityopolis, Night Night, in his guise as Sun King, embarks on his plan to fool Layla Lot. There's Layla Lot now, Bubba. Time to begin the plan. Hey, I know. You ought to fire your night cable and swing in and drop off and land in front of her. That way, she'll be convinced you have the power of flight. Mm, yeah, I would, but... Oh, man, I really pulled a gut when I was dangling off of that helicopter. No, I'm just going to have to just walk up to her. <laughs> That's too bad. But, you know, this is funny. All these years of trying to keep our identity secret, <laughs> and now you're just going to go and reveal it to her. <laughs> what? No, you idiot. I'm going to convince her that I am Sun King. I'm not going to tell her that I'm really Night Knight. Yeah, but it's kind of the same difference, isn't it? I mean... You're going to reveal to Layla Lott, a Keeps Confidential reporter, and then she's going to report to the whole world that Lyle Richmond is Sun King. Exactly, and I'm not Sun King. Yeah, but you got to make it seem that way. And then the whole world's going to know you're a superhero one way or another. It, it, it ain't going to make a shit bit of difference to him which one. It makes complete... It... Oh, my God. My whole private life. A billionaire playboy subscriber at Lyle be intruded upon and ruined. Plus, Sun King has some really awful, terrible, badass supervillains that want to kill him. They would, they'd be hounding me. I wouldn't last a week. I've got to rethink this. Oh my God, Sun King! Layla, I mean, uh, Miss Lot. <laughs> oh, no, no you don't. Don't play innocent with me, Sun King. Well, I know who you really are, Mark. 
No, no, that that's that's not it. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it's all just a, a uh, crazy misunderstanding. Uh, it's not going to work this time, Sun King. Now see here, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And but well, but huh? What? You know, you really look really different up close and in the light. I, well, uh... have you put on weight? Turbo, but you're Night Knight's partner. Uh, What are you doing uh, here? uh, uh Uh-oh. Oh, God. Uh, 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 I can explain everything. I, uh... Uh Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Uh, that's not Boobo. Why, it's... Well, then who is he? It's, uh... Uh Uh-huh. It's my brother, uh, Dick Sprung. What? What are you doing? Shut up, follow my lead. But... Uh, I'm uh, Lyle Richmond. Uh, I, I, we're uh, dressing up for a costume party, and uh, I was looking for uh, Mark Milton to uh, compare who had the best uh, Sun King outfit, and uh, uh, we were supposed to meet up and uh, do that. Yeah. Huh. So uh, where is he? I don't know. Layla. Hey, uh, Layla. Hi. Uh, glad to caught up with you. Oh, Listen, uh, we got a new hot star, and I want you on it at pronto. Uh, and yeah, apparently, but- they're saying uh, Night Night has superpowers. Several witnesses Night-Night. saw him flying in the skies over Cityopolis and went to the outskirts of town. So I want you to get right on it, and get as many uh, details as you can, and so uh-huh. that'd be great. Lionel well, Richmond. Huh. Hey. What are you doing in a Sun King suit? It's a long story. Uh, yeah. That doesn't really matter. Okay, well, uh, uh, always nice to meet one of the pillars of the community. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll talk shop sometime over at Club Nine. Why? Well, yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah, so, sure, why not? All right, lady, you got your marching orders. Get to it, girl. No, you won't. You won't let me down. Okay, sir. So. Lyle Richmond and Dick Sprung in a boobo costume, well, you in a Sun King outfit, so and suddenly Night Night can fly. Well, you must have thought I was born yesterday. Well, no, I know what's going on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this flying Night Night story, and nah, then I'm going to investigate the possibility that you, Lyle Richmond, are Night Night. Mark Milton is Sun King. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, man. that's crazy. Ta-ta, boy. No, wait. Uh-oh. Tam, tam, tam. Hey, screw the pooch this time, Night Night. <laughs> it's no laughing matter, you idiot. That bitch is going to turn our lives inside out. No, she's going to turn your life inside out. You uh, didn't no. say anything about knowing my secret identity. Yes, she did, you moron. She put two and two together right there in front of me. You huh? still didn't see it, you idiot. All you had to do was remain hidden, but no, you had to come out and laugh at her, her uh, descriptive terms. Descriptive terms? You mean about your fat? <laughs> Damn it, Mulo. Don't you understand the crisis we're in? Yeah, this is all your fault. What? It's your dumb idea to switch suits to Sun King. No, and no. Besides, it's your fat that made no. me laugh, so it's all on you, Night Night. Uh, shut up, you idiot. You and your retard logic. What? I can bear no more. Yeah, well, we'd have done what I said in the first place. We wouldn't what? be in this situation. All you gotta do is give her some Nighty Night amnesia no, gas. Boobo, I already explained that. Due to the dangers of brain damage, what? I have to be oh. very sparing with 99 amnesia gas because, well, <laughs> I've had to use it several times on another Capes Confidential reporter, Nikki Nail. Oh, yeah. Well, on occasion, I've noticed some memory lapses on her part, and, well, uh, but huh. it may be due to your foolishness what? that I must resort to the last resort. So, I mean, we're going to do my plan, then. Oh, yeah, just tell yourself whatever you want to believe you Yeah, idiot. that's what I'm going to do. Let's go dancing with the gas right now. All right. Uh-oh. 
What? Do you have any spare canisters of 99 amnesia gas in your satchel? Uh, let me see. Uh, uh. On, Bubo. Uh, crescent darts. No. Throwing stars. No. Uh, here's. Oh, this is what? just average 99 gas. That only put her to sleep. <laughs> and some fart gas. <laughs> what? Oh, you and your stupid gag gifts. Shit. Damn it. Seems the only canister I had available was in my night night utility belt. Oh, which is man. Now around the waist of Sun King. Oh, boy, once again, your stupidity what? is putting us in danger. No, 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 no. We won't talk about this anymore. Uh huh. We've got to get back to the night jet. What for? What? The canister is with Sun King. Because you idiot. We've got to track down Sun King, and we can do that because I can home in on my utility belt, which is, of course, around the waist. Of Sun King. Yeah, well, then just find him. <laughs> the tracking equipment is in the jet, and besides, Sun King uh, can fly uh, on his own power, you idiot. How are we going to catch up with him if necessary? Well, no. We're going to need that jet. Uh, Let's get uh, to yeah. it, dumbass. No. And soon, back at the parking lot where our masked marvels left their amazing crescent shaped night jet. Hey, what the hell's going on? Are you responsible for this vehicle here? Uh,. Yes, I'm Sun King. I'm uh, holding it for uh, night night. Uh, uh, so uh, be about your business. This is my business. This vehicle is illegally parked here in this parking lot. That's why that winch truck over there is going to hoist it up what? and haul it over to the impound. No, 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 I don't have time for this nonsense. Quick, boo boo. Give me some night night gas. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, hurry up. I'm looking. Oh, here, here you go. Yeah, take that, fool. Oh, oh, man! Oh, oh God, a stench! What the hell? Oh, man, this stinks. Oh, 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 burning my eye under, whoa. Oh, <laughs> oh I accidentally oh, gave you the front oh, gas. What? Oh, damn it. Give me that satchel. Here, night gas. This will put him out of his misery. Daddy night, please, man. <laughs> God, let's go. And soon our masked marbles are once again aloft in the skies over Steadiopolis in their amazing night jet, homing in on the signals from Night Night's night belt, taking them to the hidden cabin in the woods where the two thieves who stole the dark matter were holed up. And once they come into land, the signal's definitely coming from that cabin. This has to be where Sun King ended up. Huh, I didn't know Sun King had a cabin. Isn't he supposed to be working as Mark Nilthit? You idiot. Remember? He flew off to chase after those criminals who stole that helicopter and were up to no good in the harbor. Oh, yeah. But I still don't understand what the camera's got to do with it. <laughs> it's obviously their secret hideout, so we'll have to take care of oh, oh. That's a strange reading. There's some sort of radioactivity and... Some sort of gas. Hmm, we'd better take precautions and put on our gas masks. No, I don't want to do that. What? I had onions and my breath is going to stink and oh, it's going to bounce off the mask and back in my nose. <laughs> well, that's life, Bubo. Shit happens. You can either go in there with no mask and die from toxic fumes, or you can wear your mask and smell your own halitosis and Deal with it like a superhero. Oh, man, you take all the fun out of it. It's not about fun, boo It's about the pursuit of justice and the ultimate victory over evil. Yeah, it was all planned to me. Yeah, well, 
that sort of says a lot. Let's go! And soon, Night Night and Bubo, with Night Night in his guise of Sun King's costume, manage to get into the cabin where they discover the bodies of the two thieves. Oh man, they're going to be dead for uh, at least an hour. Probably so, and it looks as if they released. <laughs> poo poo. Hmm. No sign of Sun King. I don't know what happened here. This gas is overwhelming. Wait, there. The bathroom. We'll check that. The signal's coming strong from there. Open the door, Willow. Hey! There's Sun King in your suit! Sun oh, King! No! It looks like he's dead too! Oh no! no. <laughs> no, no Sun King! Shut up, Bubo, he's not dead! It appears he's succumbed to some sort of ill. Of course! There, behind the toilet! Dark matter. You mean someone shit on the floor? No, you idiot. That must have been what those thieves are after. Yes, I knew there was a theft of dark matter some time ago and was lost out at sea. They must have been able to locate it. That's why they were out there in that helicopter. They were after the only known substance that's dangerous for Sun King. Quick, Bubo, we gotta get him out of here. You grab that side, I'll grab this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It looks like he released too! Oh god damn it! He ruined my best night night suit! He will! <laughs> Shit happens! Job, <laughs> no, Boomer, let's go! And soon our masked marvels are able to drag the slumbering body of Sun King in his night night costume outside of the cabin into the fresh air. Looks like he's coming around. Wakey, oh. wakey, Sun King! What? Bubo, what's going on? I. Night, night, in my. Oh, yes. I remember now. We switched costumes. I came to this cabin in search of those thieves, but I became painfully ill, and I don't really remember what happened next. I'm afraid you were overcome from the radiation given off by dark matter. You see, Sun King? Dark That's matter. what these thieves were after when they stole that helicopter. They went after the very dark matter that Stinkbug had stolen earlier. Oh, yes. That, that strange adventure we ended up on that, well, that cruise. It all makes sense now, Night-Night. It explains quite a lot. Well, it doesn't explain everything. What? We've still got the two thieves in that cabin. Dead as a doornail. Huh? Due to some sort of toxic gas. Perhaps a weapon they inadvertently released. Green snot! What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know, Sun King, but <laughs> you're going to want to change your pants because you pooped your panties when you were laying on the floor in the bathroom. I guess what? you missed the party. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, uh, wait. That might explain the situation of the toxic gas. What do you mean? Well, when I'm overcome with the radiation of dark matter, I become increasingly ill, and sometimes it manifests itself in the form of vomiting... And or diarrhea. It appears I must have, as we both said, pooped my pants. And, well, <laughs> after farting, of course, I uh, probably created a toxic gas mixed in with the dark matter radiation that affected those two thieves and resulted in their demise. Well, you managed to poop your pants in more ways than what? one, Sun King. Layla! Should I say, Mark Milk Tit? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, Lyle, listen. I'm not knighting Bubo. Or should I say Lyle Richmond and Dick Sproul? No, no! Damn, damn, damn. Layla, what are you even doing here? I'm doing our job, Mark. You know, reporting for Cape's Confidential. Well... It looks like I'll get to the bottom of those thieves stories well. Hmm. Now, listen. Oh, boy. Gonna get my prize now. And I'm finally gonna get back at you for pulling all your creepy mind games on me, Mark. Now, Layla, come on. It's over, buddy. Well, yeah, now, Layla, come on now. This cabin here, huh? Wait, well, Layla. Uh, Layla, you don't know what you're oh, doing. Green snot. She passed out, obviously overcome by the fumes of my stinky gas. What luck to pull her away from the danger. She should be okay now. now. This is a grand opportunity. What do you mean? Now we can erase her memory. Well, night-night, I we've already discussed this, and of course... It would go against my code, since I am dating Moon Mage, to apply my amnesia-inducing kiss upon Layla Lot. But I'm really conflicted here. I mean, this is all very... What, what, what did you just do? I just sprayed her with 99 amnesia gas. It had to be done, Sun King. There was no other way around it. Now she won't remember anything of what happened today. Oh. But I thought there were risks for possible brain damage. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. And uh, oh. there's always risk in uh, walking out of the house every morning. You might get hit by a truck. And, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Hmm. This is all very troubling behavior night-night. But in this rare instance, I'm going to have to allow it. Though it does violate certain moral codes that I try to abide by. But, well... I guess this is the only possible resolution. Besides, I can't allow Layla to come out on top in this. I must always remain dominant of her in this this relationship of cat and mouse that we have. Yes, yes, so I suppose I'm somewhat in your debt, Night Knight. Uh yeah, sure thing, uh, Sun King, um, I'll have your uh, costume returned, and uh, you can keep the one I gave you. I've got plenty more back at the night's lair, so uh, uh, later. See your ass, Sun King! Thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night! has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Yes, I'm sure you will. Uh, so there you go, another episode of Night Night. Uh, we'll do another one soon. Uh, speaking of superheroes... <laughs> ones that were far superior and better than anything Night Night could hope to be. Uh, Stan Lee, of course, passed away this week at the age of 95. Uh, He's often referred to as uh, sort of the father of Marvel Comics, and to some extent, yes, he deserves the title. It's not quite all him. He sort of accepted that over the years, and later on, you know, was a little bit more open 
to how things were, but not quite. There, there was always some talk, you know, uh, arguments and uh, friendships broke down and fell apart and all this sort of thing. It's always the same thing with these. It's like rock bands and whatnot when, you know, they break up and all that type of thing and uh, sad stories here and there. But without Stan Lee, there's no Marvel comics. Uh, it was one of those situations where, you know, in a lot of ways, Jack Kirby was the, the main daddy of Marvel. Uh, and a lot of those ideas were his. And, uh, but without Stan Lee, it just wouldn't have made it the big thing that it was. Stan Lee was able to have a foot in the world of art and a foot in the world of business as the business of publishing. And, uh, which is a, a very necessary, uh, person to have. Uh, you know, whether he outright swindled some people here and there, some people say he did, others say, well, it wasn't quite that way, uh, stuff like that. But, uh, you, you still owe him a great debt, uh, for the creation of Marvel and getting it off the ground and turning it into the, the monster that it became. And, uh, in all actuality, uh, Stan Lee himself, was not a wealthy man until m much later in life. I mean, almost pretty recently, uh, when Marvel became the big deal. When the Marvel became the big movie machine, that's when some serious checks started to roll in. But then there was other projects and TV. He would get uh, payments and whatnot uh, as a result of uh, being the creator of a lot of these characters. And, uh, so, uh, even before the big, uh, Marvel breakout happened, uh, for the, for movie and whatnot, the comic book, uh, business is just in the toilet. Marvel, it, it's a shame and a, and a disgrace what the current people running Marvel comics right now have done to that man's legacy and not just him, but the others as well. Uh, it's, they just don't care. And, uh, it's also shameful that nobody stepped forward with the suffering that Stan Lee went through in his final, uh, days. I, that was really just awful to see. Uh, vultures came in to, uh, get what they could get out of him, even to the point of people were stealing his blood. Uh, say, I would send nurses in there to say we need a blood sample and then use, sell the blood to be put into ink for art to sell. And oh, good lord, literally vampires, uh, you know, uh, living in a parasitic manner off of this man. And, uh, he was abused by his daughter to a certain extent, uh, just, and for, so for whatever negative opinions people might have felt towards Stan over the years, he didn't deserve that. And it's shameful that nobody in Marvel really stepped forward, uh, for him when it was clear terrible things were happening. And, uh, uh and it's, it's just sad. Well, uh, Kevin Smith, God bless him, is the one guy who tried, you know. <laughs> But that was about it. So, man, it's a hard pill to swallow with everybody. Oh, he was great. He was a genius. And like, yeah, you didn't know about that. Uh, you know, if you're in some way involved and you know Marvel and not just the movies, then you knew. So, it, you know, it's sad. But uh, Stanley left a a huge uh, uh, legacy. He, in a lot of ways, he wanted to be, and I think a lot of people uh, were putting him in that position of being Walt Disney, which <laughs> Walt Disney made a lot of claims. <laughs> it wasn't really true. <laughs> but 
uh, what Stan made and created with Marvel uh, lives on. And uh, it would not have existed without him. Now, of course, like I said, Jack Kirby really developed a lot of those characters. Steve Ditko was the main driving force behind getting Spider-Man off the ground. But uh, it's one of those things where it's not just the business uh, aspect, which artists are notoriously uh, difficult to understand and, and often fail at and get swindled, of course. But Stanley uh, could do both, but also uh, he was uh, good at dialogue you know, for those early stories and whatnot. Whereas when you would see people like Kirby go off on his own, he still had the visions and the ideas that were really uh, ahead of his time and, uh, and fascinating and whatnot. But man, the guy just could not write dialogue, and some of the plots just didn't really come together. So it's kind of this collection of, oh, what might have been if he had allowed himself a partner? He wasn't going to be Stan, <laughs> but somebody let them write those stories. It would have been far superior, and uh, I think. But that's the way things go, and... um that's all a sad story. A fascinating idea, I always thought, would be if someone wanted to develop a television series about the early days of comics and kind of uh, work it out like Mad Men was about advertising. And there's just truckloads of stories uh, of great achievements and artistic highs and also terrible tragedy and sad stories along with it. Um, but uh, hopefully uh, someone might want to look into that. That would be a cool series. I think, but of course, no one listens to me. So uh, it, it's it. We knew it was coming, but it's it's sad to see him go. Uh, he was always bursting with energy and stayed that energetic guy, and just smiled all the time, and was just loving every minute of it uh, of his life uh, until the bitter end. Um, I think after his wife uh, died last year. And I think uh, after that, a lot of times that happens with elderly couples. Once one goes, it's not long before the other one goes too. And uh, that typically is true when the wife goes first. And the, uh, but uh, and after that, uh, he just didn't seem to have anybody looking out for him. And um, it's again shameful and sad, uh, and uh, not the ending he, he deserved. So. Uh, his, his famous signing off was Excelsior, <laughs> which became his, uh, and that's how he did it. So, uh, Excelsior to Stanley and, uh, thanks for all the, uh, fun and ad adventurous stories of all those characters. Bye-bye, Stanley. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. few seconds here so uh uh what do we oh orange man bad orange man bad orange man bad orange lefty, man lefty. oh hey, shit you, what are you doing uh, you talking you ain't supposed to be saying nothing more no!